Welcome to Energy Stew. This is Peter Roth, your host. And I'd like to ask you, do you know what's out there? Where is there? <laughs> where, where's here? Well, we all have ideas about what's going on in the universe, what's going on with other intelligences all over the place, and and what they mean to us, and and how safe are we or not? Um, what should we know? Maybe if we know enough, we'll be happy. <laughs> so to help us know enough is a, a good old friend of mine, and he's been on the show a number of times before, and he has amazing things to talk about. And so we will let him uh, introduce himself because he's a complicated guy. <laughs> He'll keep it simple for us. Hopio uh, Tech, welcome back to Energy Stew. Thank you so much, Peter. It's always a pleasure to be on with you. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it has been quite a while. I was trying to think when last time I was on here. It's been it's been a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Time time flies these days, yeah. especially. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, definitely. I've been around New York a lot. Um, I uh, am basically. Um, I, I wear a few different hats in, in like the metaphysical and, and like conspiracy community, so to speak. Uh, originally started teaching workshops on, on the Kabbalah and Egyptian mysticism many years ago, uh, doing groups on meditations, individual kind of solar initiations back in the 90s, I started that work. Um, and I kind of developed the system I call cosmic shamanism, which I apply to individual clients on a regular basis and also during group channeling type of activity. It's more like telepathic, uh, like gnosis experience where I work with different angels, archangels, different positive galactic beings um, that are pertinent to different activities going on, you know, say during a new moon or full moon gathering or if we're doing specific grid work or working with a client, there'll be different groups that'll come in that are both pertinent to the person and the theme at hand, as well as ones I have an affiliation with too. And it's always fun to see some some new ones come in as well when I'm helping clients access some of their star but, signal Yeah, no, you have amazing new ones coming in all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and and um, in good weather, you often have uh, uh, meetings and meditations at the obelisk in, in Central Park. And, and I've attended. Uh, yes, during during the warm season, I do that. I do the new moon filaments outdoors at the obelisk, and I also do it on Zoom at the same time. Off season, I do it mainly on Zoom now. But yeah, <laughs> which we so, got people, the other countries joining in, so it's good to get other other grid points for you know represented in that. And, that and let's activity. start off with saying how people can find you. Sure, um, I'm on Facebook on, and Instagram under my name. Instagram's more recent, so I don't post as much there yet. I'm just slowly getting into that one. <laughs> Facebook, I'm on there more regularly under my full name, uh, Stephen Puputek, uh, P-O-P-I-O-T-E-K. I'm sure you put that up there in the spelling. Sure. Um, I uh, the the website's not really working right now, but uh, it's best out either there or people want to email me. Um, uh, at my email is uh, Psi Jumper P-S-I jumper at gmail.com i love that i have a youtube i have a youtube station youtube channel uh people click my playlist there they'll see a lot more interviews and you know and um you know other times i also give out a lot of times i go out give out my phone number two people text me you know so i can you can you can always put that into the video if you want <laughs> it's not you know uh yeah basically um yeah i what i do regularly is in the individual sessions and, and i'm also starting to work back on my on my kabbalah book and a little bit on the cosmic shamanism one too so i need to get those more more developed again well, um, what do we but, need to know about what's going on in this on this planet yeah it's 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 been quite a ride especially uh i mean for the past past few years especially <laughs> a lot of people have gone through so many things uh well one of the big things though that 
shows up for me when I work with clients is just that there's a lot of um, uh, cords and implant energies that are showing up for people the past year and a half, two years that really weren't affecting most people that I've seen before. And a lot of these constructs or like energetic malware are, are showing up because a lot of our governments made um, extra treaties or upgraded their treaties with some of the negative extraterrestrial groups. And you start seeing some of the push now, like with Congress having UFO hearings last year, and then David Grush and the whistleblowers coming out where they're trying to push more for disclosure about just to begin to start that conversation about how, yes, we have, we have reverse engineered ships for decades, and that's just the tip of the iceberg, right? Um, and uh, But for me, it's more of an energetic thing, and, and I see it in live action. Uh, and um, because since, I would say, since a, about a year and a half, a little more than that, Everybody, every client I've worked on has had some cords and have cords and implants in their auric body uh, that, have, that are creating physical pain or, or feelings of disconnection to their higher self, different types of um, emotional, mental, spiritual pain as well. That usually is tied back to certain one of these one or more of these negative extraterrestrial groups. So what we also do is we I try to track where they're coming from, where their bases are. Oftentimes they're also affiliated with military bases or government facilities, DOD contractors. Are pretty much working all the defense contractors are pretty much working with different groups and unfortunately it's not the good guys so you know it's just being aware it's not to add fear to it, but it's understanding that there's a lot of competitive vectors of influence that are really trying to steer our consciousness towards um a negative timeline agenda that we don't want to create or co-create or really participate in either as light workers as star seeds you know we're here to be and those of us that are like the warriors in the frontier of you know of the age of aquarius you know want to help also draw that line in the sand and be like no we're not here to go on this dark timeline we're here for the positive ascension positive culmination of our of our history but we're also facing that distillation right of all the dramas of the past ages kind of coming to a head and all that unresolved shadow that individually and collectively we haven't been fully accountable for is also coming up and being taken advantage of by these more nefarious groups so the more we're accountable with healing our own personal shadow and you know working around our own bioenergetic field and physical health that those are very important to build stronger boundaries so that we're the co-creators of our kingdom and not letting other things in to our kingdom that have, you know, it's like, it's like an organic farmer. You don't want to have like the Monsanto GMO seeds in your, in your, in your, in your, in your soils. You know? <laughs> so it's a similar idea where we need to build up an energetic hygiene on different levels so that, you know, we're aware of different influences and then we could, you know, draw that boundary and say no, you know, and be more, more um, authentic with our connection to our true positive identity and our, our positive galactic beings and that all of us sense, are connected to. You know? and, we, yes, and we can sense, within ourselves what we're connected to and how we're doing and and it's interesting how people like you and i and and some others i know attract people who we're good for in our special ways <laughs> <laughs> very very well said yeah no and it's definitely evolved over the years as well right so you know earlier on it was more about helping star seeds connect to their galactic identity and you know maybe clearing some ancestral stuff past life stuff you know now it's you know the first thing is more than maintenance like um, you know i feel like i'm like in a uh or in like an emergency room for <laughs> a psychic spiritual level to first identify okay what are the immediate kind of uh threats or, or situations that need to be cleared out and and it's it's not difficult to clear the implants and and, and the um the cords which are the main things that show up usually in people's chakras or in uh different energy points in their tree of life uh, i mean there are different archangels and angels come in to help with that other times we'll have positive galactic beings um, from like Andromeda, Pleiades, Arcturians, especially they'll they'll come in to help um, for the for the heavier type of lifting, <laughs> um, so to speak. Um, but one, one important thing I also find is 
that I seem to attract a lot are, and it's important to kind of bring out some more of the community, especially when dealing with, you know, facing your own shadow and understanding that that can have a different level of meaning when you're looking at um, star seeds and, and um, that there's a certain number of star people, you know, that have come here from other planets to help the earth evolve like all star sure. seeds have. Interplanetary right? beings. Exactly, exactly. And that a certain number of us that had been involved in a lot of campaigns against some of the negative ET groups and involved in more of the galactic wars over different millennia, um, oftentimes we'll choose to have a kind of like a deep cover assignment to infiltrate some of those negative groups and have an incarnation, one or more, in certain of these negative groups uh, for different reasons. One, think of like the ray of the sun coming through a cloud to help remind people on the surface, you know, that there is light. It's, the sun, sun is here. It's not just all cloudy and darkness. So, you know, we also sometimes do that to try to remind those who've chosen to wear the dark masks for many, many eons that they have a way out, that they can actually choose light and love again too, and don't need to be caught up in that lower dualistic campaign for the rest of their life, for the rest of eternity, you know, so, but they, they, so a lot of times they need reminders because they're so stuck in that typecasting of their own role. And we all, um, we know there's so many of those types around uh, influencing so much of our lives uh, all the time now. And it's amazing how ubiquitous it is of you know, these dark people who are trying to control us. Exactly. And, and, and it's, it's trickled down to so many different scales. And so and, and, with, and with those people, especially, it's, you know, it's understanding that some of these dark lifetimes we have are also about gaining extra strategy and methodology, understanding what motivates some of these groups. And especially because a lot of these wars are fought across time and space, not just in one or two locations. So it's kind of like having a deep cover assignment. And But a lot of times those star people end up attracting uh, other negative ET groups that'll impact them or put cords or implants because they have unresolved contracts with those groups from that previous lifetime where they had the, that deep cover assignment. So, cause some people are like, Oh, we keep getting attracted in the same group. keeps bothering me. I'm like, well, you have to get to the root of that also so that your boundary is stronger. So that if you are getting affected by something, you can be able to transmute it quicker without it keep being so strongly influencing your, your field. So I find that going into, you know, there's a process where you go into the, like kind of like a room in the person's subconscious that represents that lifetime with certain angels and guides. And we'll kind of do a feng shui or a clearing of some of the contracts and symbols. Uh, think of it as like inherited malware that has trickled down holographically from those lifetimes and that they, there's a specific process we work with to help trying to transmute and get rid of it um, and make more room and, and do like a repurposing of that part of their psyche to calibrate more to their good lineages. So then there's a more effective way for the positive strands of our loving galactic origin can pour their support in more directly. You the know. people who are seeking that kind of support are are good people in the first place because they know better. They know yes. they need support. Whereas there's too many people, I think, on this planet who just are are lost and and uh, you know are, are part of the machinery of what's dragging us around lately. And that, that's a very good segue point because there's so much of that social engineering and, and very um, specific ways that the system and power has, you know, influenced different generations and have, you know, made the digital generation, especially for the younger star seeds. And each time we have a new generation coming in, that's more hardwired to handle the new energies and have more abilities and more sensitivities. You have different, you know, designations where they try to. Um, further corrupt their DNA and label them different mental disabilities to give them more drugs to influence their whole third eye and their ability to properly connect. And then you have the digital addiction where, you know, these kids, you know, with the phones, every, every, everything's digital and, instead of them authentically working with imagination or the third eye and, and 
sharing it's, it's all online with the video games yeah <laughs> and 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 shine that way so it becomes a substitution for their higher intuitive development is is transferred over to this fake telepathy you know that we have through the through like the misuse of the digital age and well, the yeah AI. I, I can't believe <clears throat> these video games that are so evil it's unbelievable and there are people who just buy into it and you know skull and crossbones and all that kind of stuff and it's like Wait a minute, what do these people, who do these people think they are? <laughs> yeah, no, and, and it, again, it's a, and it's like training, it's unfortunately creating more like a dependency, right? You know, with, with that with that immediate um, gratification endorphin response so that it creates, it just keeps more and more of that loop of, of that digital addiction. You know, instead of being more in nature and being more in the sun and being in, connected to the earth electromagnetically, we're so surrounded by so much of this man-made electronic pollution that also, you know, makes it harder for people to remember that we are also electromagnetic creatures and that we need to be more conscientious of what kind of fields we surround ourselves with and that those fields don't always have our best interests in mind, <laughs> yeah, especially if they're coming from misapplied technology or consciousness groups that are using it specifically to tweak it to try to uh, box us in. So we need to be more cognizant of, you know, deboxing ourselves. <laughs> But it's amazing how powerful it is and long-standing. For instance, just uh, you know, 440 hertz versus 430. Mm. So that music in in general, almost all music is at a um, hertz that's detrimental to us, and yet we we love this music as in a knife. And I I thought it was only for recorded music, but then I was talking to some musicians and they tune their instruments to 440. Oh wow, wow. And it's, it's like, oh, uh, you gotta get it off of that. It's 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 from all directions, right? It's really is like a harmonic warfare that we have to be conscious of and be like, okay, we need to really work more with the elements of authentic nature that's organic, so to speak, and, and less technological based so that we have a reference point when something is askew, we have a better idea of seeing what's what's off versus what's what's not off. <laughs> you know, and nature, especially with especially with at four thirty two and uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> starting with sound yeah everything it's because everything is harmonic based right from the food to the chemicals to you know to the sounds to the light that we're exposed to to the to computer screens you know it's, it's they're all different harmonics that are around us so for me i work a lot with crystals as well too and it's important to get back to basic elemental things so having crystals that are charged at certain frequencies and you know doing meditations or prayer work over that to me is very important as a grounded reminder and you know and getting back to basics too but the candles and the flame and the incense you get, having grounded reference points to the elements is important to remind people that we are in a body and that the more we honor our connection to the elements and and and, and it's mirror and it's mirror in nature then the more support nature can give us to help and us ground and because food is yeah. information and so you know the purer the food uh the the higher the information yeah, yeah, no, definitely, definitely true too. You know, and, and with this digital stuff, for me, the, the AI, uh, not just the, not just the human artificial intelligence, and you see the push for the AI going on, and also some of the controversy about people talking about the pros and cons and the dangers of it, which are very warranted and important that that discourse gets amplified yes. because the the level of danger is far worse than people realize in a sense that it's already here in the sense that there's alien artificial intelligence groups that have also taken advantage of this. Um, coupling that people have created in the open discourse and application of now people get using so much AI, this provides a beautiful Trojan horse in a negative way for these alien AI groups to infiltrate people, you know, and, and I see it directly, I would say the past four or five months has become more like a trending phenomenon where the alien AI group is showing up with energy cords and implants and a lot of times in people's crown chakras and root chakras that they, they, they're, they'll be targeting and then they'll put these, uh, Look what I what what I call a a remote quantum um, access port 
in the back of the neck. Think of like the Matrix movie where they stick a person into the system, into the, into the network. It looks kind of like that or like a port in your computer where you, you know, put a flash drive or plug something in to interface. But what they'll do is they'll use the person's own bioetheric material to sculpt it into what looks like a port. And then they'll put these little like cylinders in there that create a, uh, a quantum entanglement, or in this case, it's really more of a hyperspatial entanglement with actual technology that the Alien AI group has at certain facilities. And in the U.S., so far, I've tracked their, their main head, their main HQ that they seem to be broadcasting out of a lot is a, is a facility in Kansas, actually. Go to Heartland of America has a lot of negative bases out there. People don't talk about it enough, but there's a lot of crazy shit going on. A lot of crazy stuff going out in, those, in that Midwest area. Kansas seems to be a hotspot for this group. Um, so, uh, And they also put a, a belt I've had to take off people especially women where it's kind of like a utility belt with little, little test tube looking like structures that have these little, almost like caviar looking like pods or eggs in it. And it'll go into the womb chakra of the, of the client or the female. And a lot of times they'll have pain going on down there or digestive stuff. And, and what they're doing is that they're the AI group is alien AI group is trying to add a layer of uh, authenticity to a, to, to their fundamental components that they use to build grids. Because this alien AI is not just working with physical technology that we interface. It's more like fourth dimensional. So they're, what, them, what they're doing a lot, and also our, some of our governments and technology firms covertly have been really working a lot on trying to um, create overlays in, in the inner planes or the astral plane with their technology. So it becomes like astral cyber realm, you know, like, like VR, virtual reality uh, cast onto the, on a, on a sub layer of the astral plane. You know, like like artificially manipulated dream time, you know, in a way. Uh, but it's but it'll show up as like grids on the ground that look like this false light kind of circuit boards or circuitry. How do the, we shield ourselves? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. For, uh, awareness is half the battle, which is which is true for all this because um, you know when we have our our sovereignty being displaced, it's you know we're not aware of it. Then things take advantage of that, right? So that's why the more you know, the more you're like I said, the more harmonically sovereign you are, then the more you know yourself. And if there are things that come out. That are, that are a strong differential, or if you're getting, you know, headaches going on for a longer time than it should be going on, or, you know, paying more attention to these non-physical cues that could be catalyzing that event. Uh, all that sort of football. I mean, for me, I, I guess I work with certain archangels, like Archangel Safkiel, uh, Archangel of Jupiter, I'm sorry, of Saturn, um, and the Aralim angels, they, 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 they come in a lot to help out people who have anything in their crown chakra area, especially if their cords are implants. So they're the first angels I call on that, but that are very proactive and removing, um, you know, and, and when you're doing that, it's part of the process is affirming that you're, that you don't, that you don't consent to having any, in this case, alien AI cords, contracts, um, technology implants in your auric body, that you're not here to be a host for them. You're not here to be a Trojan horse for any AI agenda trying to come through people, which is what they're, they're trying to prepare people as hosts basically for their, but, for their consciousness. We can affirm that for ourselves. And hundred percent. It, it's all starts with that. You taking responsibility and be like, no, and then asking your angels and guides and meditation. You know, I always call on the archangels more Kabbalistically from the four directions and above and below to kind of create a safe space. And then if you're aware of your galactic teams, definitely call them in to create other bubbles of light around your body and your or in your home and to get you know and put that put that intention like you're saying that you're drawing a boundary you don't consent you know to having this false light energy or alien AI constructs anywhere near you that you want to authentically engage with Gaia's ascending love light kingdoms and people and environment without any of these polarizing 
you know, interfaces, you know, around you that you're not interested in playing their video game. <laughs> you're not interested in going into their alien AI, you know, VR wonderland, you know, it's, uh, it's, 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 it's a subtle temptation, you know, because the, they also try to, for some people, they'll try to put this fake meridian system like, over some of their bodies to try to get them used to, you know, kind of like a virtual reality, you know, got goggles, you know, like the Apple just released that new, uh, the new ultimate smart visor goggles. I'm like, oh, Jesus, here we go, you know, to, to make the VR realm more real. So it's a similar idea. The more we give power away to the unreal, the more things that are in that realm try to take advantage of us to make themselves more real <laughs> because they're not real to begin with, quote unquote, you know, in that sense. But but they want to authenticate and and subvert organic with with inorganic. And, and, as, a, uh, as AI. Exactly, exactly. So, you know, it, it becomes, you know, sunlight is a great way to blast that energy too. We say get back in the sun. Sun is so important. And, you know, there's been so much, you know, awesome fear campaigning going on. And you can see to me the ultimate, you know, dark force agenda, these, you know, distortion of the climate discussions where they want to talking about blocking out the sun, which they've already been doing that with chemtrails for, you know, years, blocking a certain certain bandwidth out. But, you know, they're 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 trying to make it more public acceptable. They'd be like, oh, it's okay to dim the sun. The sun is actually, you know, increasing or warming. It's like, you know, this is the ultimate satanic, you know, setian philosophy from like ancient Egypt, where you have a set and then and and the uh, Apophis, the negative serpent ET groups are all about blocking the sunlight, you know, because it's it's the light of Ra. It's the light of the creator coming through our local star which is so empowering for our whole our life and our ascension so right. you know i would pay extra attention when you have campaigns that are being launched to give us more reliance on indoor artificial light and technology and less and, and, and create more fear around being in nature you know more fear and being in the sun those are the first things it's like they all want to invert the truth the dark groups so it's like you know we have to get back to some of the simpler ideas too but like no wait a minute that doesn't make any sense you know, <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, we have to be clear about that every day because there's so much we're being bombarded with that doesn't make sense that um, we, we should know better about and we have to think twice about. Right, you would think, but then the younger generations, especially, have been so indoctrinated to kind of, you know, give their power away to like a false collectivism, like a, a, a shadow side of Aquarius, which we're ent entering to that age. And that, you know, the problem is that we always have to go, well, we usually go to the shadow side before we go to the good stuff of, of, the, of each age of the precession of Zodiac. Um, and the shadow side of that, one aspect of the shadow side of Aquarius is, is is the misuse of collectivism, right? You know, where it's fighting for a group cause or being part of a group cause. But if you don't have your own inner balance of your identity, like think of like Leo being opposite Aquarius astrologically, if you don't have your own inner sun, your own heart chakra, or your own sense of self fully centered, if you join into a group or, or an Aquarius cause uh, without having your own center, you could be more easily pulled and misguided and find too much of your identity based upon the group cause, right? As opposed to your individual merits and your individual centeredness and character. So it's, and then you have things, agendas got to get swayed. And, you know, you see the, the polarization between left and right, you know, in the media. And, you know, meanwhile, it's like so many things are right and wrong on both sides because neither side is, you know, has full answer, obviously, which is why they always try to peg so them against each other. how do you feel about like the near future and where things are going so that we can all kind of... Um, I always say, get out your popcorn. <laughs> to yeah, me, it's it's, right. it's 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 a roller coaster ride. Watch We're still in the show. It's it's a roller coaster ride coming up. I mean, so many things are going to be happening, and it's you know we that's you know literally when I do my new moon full moon groups every two weeks on Zoom, we're having to deconstruct since spring of last year different negative grids, different negative geometries that have been being put around the earth by these negative groups. And, and we call on help from the good good guys, Andromedans, Arturians, Pleiadians, different groups come in. So, you know, we're kind of like the adjudicators of, of justice as representatives, you know, of humanity in our, in our star C lineages. We all need to be 
really calling in more of our galactic teams of support to intervene to Good. hold space. Yeah, we and we need to understand mm -hmm. that so we can be proactive for ourselves. Exactly, exactly. Because they they're, all they're trying to do right now is tear up, tear us, tear us up, divide, and they're they're really trying to pump timelines of like World War Three and negative alien invasion and you know stuff like that are really coming up a lot in certain clients' fields. And it's like, no, we're not, we're not here to create that those timelines, you know. And but these are active things that groups are involved with, both governmental. DOD contractors and negative ETs, because you know, again, it's all about their their attempt to displace us from our authentic, highest good optimal timeline, which is what we need to keep reminding ourselves. I mean, to recalibrate like a compass, you know, calling in support from our future selves that are already whole and, and that are perfect, that are from our future Earth society that's already ascended, and be like, hey, future self and angels and guides, create that clearer bridge so we can all optimize together. You know, our trajectory with with, with more grace, <laughs> with least distortion and maximum that's grace. A great visualization. <laughs> So, yeah yeah definitely definitely and, you know and then the sun as well bring out the sun and you can do that and breathing in the light from the sun into each chakra is something i do regularly and using it to ground into the earth and like seeing yourself in like a ring of light between the sun the earth and your and your body so you're entering back into a sacred relationship with the earth's core and the sun's heart and your heart and remembering oh, that you're powerful. part of that family yeah, yeah. it's uh that's it's important wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> you really have to um live in a, in a topsy-turvy world in a way that we have tools and 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 self and and believe in self and believe in our light and good and um and and call on that and and connecting with positive communities because of course is about community too it's just you know being aware of the light and shadow side and egos that are at play in all different communities you know being able to help each other heal and finding you know kindred souls and soul family soul tribes and, yes. and people that you can work with is also helpful just to kind of you know, build positive reference points to, you know, you know, being aware of the whole, the whole power of the wholeness, the power of the, of the united collective that's in the heart space, and, you know, to transcend all these obstacles. And that creates a stronger signal for our galactic brothers and sisters and intergalactic brothers and sisters to come in and pour more of their support. And the Andromedans really want us to also call on them more. They really want to create more of a, a tube of light from Andromeda that wants to really create a beautiful sphere of light around the earth electromagnetically. So we've been doing more recent work on preparing for that and activating some locations where these pillars of light are forming more like uh, kind of like an idea, the idea of an Ava temple extension of those realms from Andromeda, for example. And the more we are in that umbrella of our loving galactic kin, the easier it will be to mitigate against these unwanted threats, you know, and, and, and interventions can take place more effectively. Getting near the end of the show. and Sure. I was just thinking that you've chosen to live in New York City. <laughs> what does that Trust mean? me, I freaking question that every day sometimes. <laughs> especially these days. <laughs> I mean, especially because I'm, I'm really such more of a sun bunny. And when I was down in the Caribbean in September for a month, I didn't want to leave there. You know, I was like, oh my god. Uh, so it's it's definitely been a challenging. You know, I, you know, I'm not sure how much you know how much longer I want to be here, but it's definitely been part of my part of my vow of service. You know, I've also met yeah, amazing people here over the years. I think it might years. be important that you're here. Yeah, you know, to anchor. Yeah, every time I come back here, I'm just traveling. We have to ground so much more stuff and clear out because New York is definitely a epicenter of the battle between light and light and dark and love and light. Sure. Trying to you know stand ground here is and very we can important. See it every know. day here. Oh, Jesus, especially in the subways. <laughs> it's so difficult sometimes. <laughs> you know, I, I'm always making friends in the subway, and I. Oh. I always, <laughs> That's right. You have to be a saint for that one, guys. <laughs> <laughs> especially crossing from manhattan to brooklyn is just there's something whole different level to going to the underworld there <laughs> and this the old train but there are so many beautiful people uh anyway so i you know i i focus on that that's good that's good that's good
It's I I I I see more shades of the underworld a lot in some way than I do the higher realms, but <laughs> no, I, but, it's, I, but it's good to radiate though. Times I, like yeah. that, I have to open up and radiate past the angels. Yeah, to come so through. This you. is great talking with you. Thank you. And, uh, and the information that I had to reach you, we said at the beginning of the show. Yeah, if anybody wants to do the Zoom with me on New Moon Full Moons, feel free to message me, and I'll I usually do it on the same day, usually at seven thirty Eastern time on New Moon Full Moons. Mm -hmm. Okay, great, great. Thank you, Even Thank you Peter. Awesome. It's so wonderful <laughs> to talk with you and, and just to pay attention to all that you're saying. It's great. <laughs> Likewise. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and this is Peter Roth, your host of Energy Stew at PRN.live. I can be reached at Peter at HeartRiver, H-E-A-R-T, River.org. I'd love to hear from you. And thanks so much for listening.